Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Please remember this is an adults only podcast and does contain some very sensual themes. So please only listen to this podcast if you are happy to explore your deepest sensual fantasies with me and are of a suitable age. Hi, it's Devlin and welcome to another episode of Wild in Bed, your destination for salacious stories, sensual satisfaction and finger-licking good fantasies. Now, if you, like me, want to enjoy even deeper pleasure and uninterrupted filthy fantasies, then it's so easy for you to just go ahead and follow the link in this episode's notes. Or visit me at wildafterdark.com so you can enjoy all my sensuous stories, all the pleasure, absolutely commercial-free. Just a reminder, the 12 days of erotic Christmas starts in just a few days, yes, this Saturday. So, if you want to join in some erotic Christmas joy, then why not sign up for my 12 top experiential erotica stories for just 99 cents. If you haven't tried it before, then you're in for a surprise. This really is pretty intense stuff and always brings pleasure. So just visit wildafterdark.com and follow the links for the 12 days of erotic Christmas joy. So, tonight, part three of our listener's fantasy. And you know that if you want your fantasy up here, all you have to do is email me, devlin at wilddesires.com and I will do my best to bring your fantasy to life. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You can know this podcast is best enjoyed laying on your bed. Just loosen your clothing. Put your earbuds in and close your eyes and surrender to the pleasure of my voice caressing over and inside you. When you're ready to surrender to pleasure, just go ahead and take a nice deep breath 
and hold it for a moment. And then let it go with a sigh, letting go of any tension, any stress. For the next 30 minutes or so, it's just you and my voice. This is your time. Your time to relax. Your time for sensuous satisfaction. Your time to release your inner passion. As you listen to my voice and feel the story moving through your body as you enjoy tonight's show. Jonathan was well aware of his face blushing. He could feel the heat burning through him. Shit, he thought. He was caught between a rock and a hard place. Sue obviously thought he had a normal job, one where he could actually go out on an evening and enjoy live music. She didn't understand that his job meant he was generally the live music that people went to see. Okay, it wasn't his dream job, but a Billy Idol cover singer paid the bills and he was incredibly busy, especially considering that it was 20 years ago since Billy Idol was actually famous. There was some sort of 80s rock revival going on in certain niches and he wasn't about to look a gift horse in the mouth. A year ago, he had been playing to crowds of two or three hundred fans. Now there were a few thousand, and teaming up with other cover artists meant they could book larger venues, which meant larger crowds than he could imagine. But now he had a gig, and she wanted to go watch a gig on exactly the same night. The worst bit was, he wasn't sure if he wanted her to see him on stage yet. For the first time in a very long time, he felt very subconscious. As they approached the doors of the bar, he resolved to discuss it with Sue, once they get a chance to sit down quietly. What do you think? She asked, grinning playfully, the tip of her tongue protruding between her lips in an almost innocent but slightly naughty way. Jonathan began to wonder if she could do anything that was non-sexual, in his eyes. Probably not, he decided. Yeah, that would be great, he said, realising he had absolutely no idea what she was on about. She turned and looked at him. What would, Jonathan? She looked suspiciously. Your idea. Your idea. Jonathan, you haven't been listening. There was no idea. I just wanted to see... Whatever is on your mind, you know you can tell me. I know, after the karaoke. He said, hoping to find a way of framing everything by then. Sue just stared at him as he opened the door to let her in. The bar was blistering with the heat of people dancing to the fractured songs from the karaoke stage. Enough alcohol inside somebody and they truly believed they were a great singer and willing to try any song. Some people were on the stage as they entered, butchering islands in the stream. They certainly weren't Dolly Parton or Kenny Rogers, Jonathan thought as he pushed through to the bar. Watching Sue move ahead of him through the crowd still filled him with amazement. She was at least a foot shorter than him and definitely a lot lighter, yet somehow she could push her way through the worst crowds without any hindrance. How's your vocal cords? She asked as he reached the bar. They're okay, he said, smiling. He knew exactly what she had planned. They had always done it, mainly for fun. 
but there was something special about it, something only understood by them, something they shared in those moments. As the last notes of violence in the stream died to the enthusiastic cheering of the crowd, Sue wandered over to the couple, thanked them as she took their microphones. Selecting a song from the control panel, she nodded Jonathan up to the stage, inviting him back twenty years. Smiling, Jonathan joined her, spanking her ass playfully as he passed her. Taking a microphone, Jonathan flicked it switch and blew across it, as the first pain chords of paradise by the dashboard light filled the room. It only took a moment and he travelled back instantly twenty years, to that night, that moment, when he saw Sue for the first time. She took his breath away. Sure, he had seen hundreds of women all across the world, but Sue had something different, a presence, and somehow, even though there was a dance law between them, she had seen him too, and within minutes they were dancing with each other, the rest of the world vanishing outside the bubble of mutual attraction. It was obvious that they wanted each other, they were attracted, but what was different was how good their friendship was from the very start. For some twisted reason, they decided to keep their passions under control, to protect their friendship. Yep, it really was a stupid idea, Jonathan thought. They spent all that time telling her parents they were nothing but friends, only to be caught fucking on the church steps eventually. They might not be as nimble as they were 20 years ago, but they flowed around each other on stage, like it was only the two of them. Nothing else mattered, just them. As the music vanished into the night, and people left the bar, they were again alone. Immersed in the quietude, they just watched each other for the longest moments. So tell me about Gwyn, Jonathan chanced, knowing the answer he expected. Sue sighed and walked over to the karaoke machine. Turning it back on, she selected a track. Gwen Stefani's sharp tones echoed around the room, reciting the sexually charged phrasing of what are you waiting for? Remember this? Sue asked, turning back to face Jonathan. Wow, that's going back, son. Sue giggled. Yeah, a few years. It was on the radio in the car that night. Somewhere in the back of his mind, he recalled that moment. They had driven up into the hills to watch the passing traffic and talk. But the demon of repressed passions appeared as it threatened so often. But that night, that moment, there was no more denying it. Without noticing what happened between them, they were kissing. Deep and long kisses that spoke of a passion that would not yield. Despite being so public and exposed to the passing traffic, nothing else mattered. There was only them, as far as they were concerned. There was only their desire. Sue wrapped her legs around Jonathan as he fumbled with her shirt buttons, desperate to feel her naked flesh against his. Finally, with no barriers, her erect nipples pushed over his chest. The sensation sent a burning desire moving through Jonathan's body. He thought he might just come there and then. That one brief sensation ignited every single passion he had ever had. Sue responded with her own groans of desire, as their bodies pressed against each other. Desperately, she pulled at the waistband of his pants, loosening them. She grasped his hard cock, sliding down the hood of the car. 
her legs wrapped around his waist as she guided him beside her panties and into her pussy. Moaning loudly, her hips rocked against every urgent thrust of his, bathing in the brightness of passing car headlights. The final public release of passion seemed to be accentuated by the passing audience. Sue pulled herself against Jonathan, her pussy clenching tightly around him, as they fucked with no thought for anything but their shared pleasure. And so quickly they both tightened, both clenched, their orgasms spreading in an orgy of pleasure. As if trying to hold on to the final moment, Jonathan's cum filled her completely. Their bodies trembling in beautiful symphony as their pleasure moved between them. So, after Gwen Stefani then, his face hardened as he continued. Why the fuck didn't you tell me I had a daughter? Excuse me? Where exactly were you to tell? She glared at him. Less than a month after that night, you'd been bollocked by my father and you vanished, off to chase your fucking golden dreams. Tell me, Jonathan, how was I meant to tell you? I'm sorry, your father made it clear he didn't want us talking. His gaze held her eyes. Twenty years of frustrated emotions echoed between them. Then I was offered the contract. I came to find you, to ask you one last time. But I couldn't find you anywhere. And your folks wouldn't tell me a thing. I'd been shipped out to Aunt Mary's in the country, so no one around here knew I was pregnant and giving birth. When I came back with Gwyn several years later, you'd long gone. Of course, Dad wouldn't tell me anything. Sue's eyes glistened with the remembered loneliness, the pain of raising her daughter in secret. The endless night she cried herself to sleep. Jonathan gazed at her, the swelling of emotions too much to bear. He pulled her against him, their bodies wrapped in twenty years of tortured emotions, tormented by the chances thrown away. He had a daughter. He still couldn't believe it. Okay, a twenty-year-old daughter... A thought suddenly sprang to his mind. Does she know who I am? Sue laughed gently. And how exactly would she know that? Did I tell her that a strange man would walk in off the street and he would be her father? Suddenly realising the stupidity of his question, Jonathan sighed. When can we tell her? Why not before we go to the gig tomorrow? Sue replied. Yeah, Jonathan replied hesitantly. About the gig, go on. Sue said sternly, what about it? My job means I work nights, Jono said, awaiting the response. Fuck, Sue said. I was looking forward to that as well. Guess it can't be helped. I'll probably just go on my own then. I'm sorry if, if I have a little more notice and we can figure things out. So what time are you leaving tomorrow? Are you coming back this time? Sue asked, her mind buzzing with questions. I'll be leaving about three in the afternoon, and yes, if you want. I'm free for quite a few months after tomorrow. Jonathan said, still wary about opening up about exactly what he did for a job. For some reason, he felt embarrassed about it. After tomorrow, this would all be behind him, and he could be doing his own work. Then he could explain with pride. The next morning was spent with Gwyn. 
There were numerous questions and fewer answers than they would have liked. Gwyn's temperament, which she definitely did not get from her mother, meant there was little in the way of excitement or hysterics. And after four hours of discussing it, she decided she wanted time to digest it all. She never did find out why she was called Gwyn. Sue and Jonathan just blushed and avoided the question every time she asked. The hours in the day passed far too quickly. Jonathan felt that for the first time in forever, he actually had a home. Not just a place to sleep, but a real emotional home. And now he had to leave. He had to become that man again on stage. One last time. He whispered to himself as he picked up his suitcase and walked to the cab. He didn't want to go, but this was his job. As he loaded the suitcase into the trunk, he turned and looked one last time, before waving and getting into the cab. The stage felt foreign tonight. Oh, he was dressed to look like Billy Idol, his hair spiked with bleach-white dye, the trademark single fingerless leather glove and sneer of a petulant child. But he wanted something else tonight. He wanted to share this, he wanted to share every moment, which was a very strange feeling for him. Eventually, the last chords of Rebel Yell disappeared into the night. He screamed thank you, making sure there was plenty of saliva in his mouth, and saluted the dark shadows of the audience. Returning to his dressing room, other groups were hanging around in the corridors, their gigs already finished. They congratulated each other on a fantastic night. Yet to Jonathan, it felt kind of empty, shallow. For so many years, this had been his sole focus. He had immersed himself in his career when he thought there was nothing else. But now, now it was very different. He realized the gap she had left all those years ago. Sighing as the door closed behind him, he leaned back against it and felt the weight of the show drop away from him. Somewhere in the shadows of the room, a voice whispered, Billy, you do look fucking hot in that leather. How did you get in here? Jonathan asked, shocked as Sue appeared from the shadows. She grinned widely. That wasn't hard. I just said I was the mother of your child, and if they didn't let me through, I'd sell the story. She took another step forward. You know, I found these back here. Their gazes held each other's as she threw the stage handcuffs onto the table. I want you to fuck me like Billy Idol, she said in an undertone, like an animal. Jonathan looked at her, his smile broadening, becoming a sneer as he looked down at her. Taking the handcuffs from the table, he closed them quickly around her wrists before bending her over the table, securing the handcuffs around a chair. She was suddenly vulnerable to his desires. Lifting her skirt, her bare ass revealed a complete lack of panties, inviting him to spank her. The crack of his leather glove sounded brutally as it kissed her naked flesh, echoing around the room. She moaned with the surprise, she had never been spanked before and expected it to sting. But she really wasn't sure what else. It's true, it did sting. But there was a wonderfully warm sensation afterwards. A heat that crawled 
through every nerve of her body, she felt like she was already starting to burn between her thighs. Another spank. The pain returned but dulled just as quickly, the heat between her thighs burning like a wildfire now. Another hard crack of his leather-clad palm. This time his fingers lingered, stroking the folds of her pussy, the heat resonating deeper with his touch. His fingers pushed deep and hard into her, exploring her, the leather on his hand kissing her pussy in such a torturous way. The hard edge of the material rode over her clit, rubbing it, teasing it, as his fingers thrust harder and harder inside her. Her pussy throbbed, clenched with need. She tensed along his fingers, something about being fucked like this removed all her choice, all her resistance, all her reluctance. She could only succumb to her fantasy as he moaned loudly, her orgasm exploding through her body. Flipping her over on the table, Jonathan leaned in, his leather outfit pressing along her exposed body. The smell of sweat and leather consumed their senses. There was something about it that filled her with a newfound desire. The look in Jonathan's eyes was pure savagery, as he pressed his face close to hers and held his hands up, his fingers dripping with her cum. He moved his lips over his fingers, eating hungrily at her juices, consumed with animalistic desire. His saliva mixed with her cum as he lowered his mouth cum to hers, sharing the strangely erotic mix of cum and saliva. A fierce passion burned in his eyes as he held her gaze their fluids moving between their lips. He fumbled with the buckle of his leather pants. Once they were loosened and dropped to the floor, he pressed his hard cock deep inside her. There was no waiting, no invitation. It was just pure hard fucking. As he continued to thrust, the heat in his eyes changed, the intensity in his body grew. As if he were possessed by this lustful desire, his eyes hooded. He thrust and trembled violently as he leaned over her, his whole body shaking with the animalistic desire that consumed him. Suddenly his eyes opened as he lifted her hips, pushing even deeper, even harder inside her. Possessed by demonic lust, Jonathan pounded her pussy, forcing deep guttural moans from Sue's lips. Suddenly his leather-clad hand spanked her clit, sending a tsunami of pain and pleasure through her whole body, his cock trembling furiously inside her as he continued to thrust and spank, her own body trembling in sheer delight. She tried to hold her orgasm, to control it. Not yet, she didn't want to come, but her pussy squeezed so damn hard along his cock, she could feel every tremble of his erection as he pushed in and out. Jonathan's body began to shake as he leaned over her, her legs pulling tightly around his hips as he pounded deep inside, growling furiously, saliva dripping down his chin as he secured his lips against hers. When the hot invasion of his cum exploded inside her, warm streams of him filling every inch, their mouths exploring each other voraciously, saliva dribbling down their chins as he continued to fuck inside her, her body pressing hard against his, emptying each other of their juices, every last drop. Eventually their breathing subsided to somewhere approximating normal. They continued to throb and tremble together. 
Jonathan's eyes slid open as if returning from a trance. He smiled warily before saying, Sorry, it's just when I get into character, it can consume me. Don't apologize, Sue said in response. It's my last gig tonight. I don't think I'll be doing Billy for a while again. Sue deliberately squeezed her pussy hard along his cock before smiling and whispering, maybe in public anyway. Now, I hope you enjoyed that. Don't forget, if you want your fantasy here, just email it in, devlin at wilddesires.com. Now, don't forget the 12 days of Christmas. Just a few days, so get your tickets by going to wildafterdark.com and enjoy 12 days of truly intense orgasms. So until next week, which is after Christmas, so I will wish you a happy Christmas now and look forward to getting you back into bed on Monday. So until then, and always with your pleasure in mind, this is Devlin Wild wishing you salacious dreams.